Hello and welcome to Inside Music, episode number 78. I'm your host, James Shotwell, and on this week's show, I'm chatting with Phil Bozeman of Whitechapel about his band's new album, Mark of the Blade. Now, if you're a fan of metal or metalcore or the hard rock genre in general, then you probably don't need any introduction to a band like Whitechapel. The band has been rocking the genre for the better part of a decade now, and Mark of the Blade is a celebration of everything the band has accomplished at this point. There's also a little hint about where they're going in the future, but we'll save that bit for the actual conversation with Phil. Now, I know that we don't do a lot of heavier artists on Inside Music, but that's not because we don't like that genre. In fact, I love it quite a bit, but it takes a lot for a record to really jump out at me. And as soon as I heard Mark of the Blade, I knew we had to get Phil on the phone and figure out just what was going down with this record. In the discussion that we had, we walk our way through a few of the songs on the record that Phil hasn't really talked about in the press just yet, as well as a few that he has. But really the meat of it is a discussion about what happens when an artist starts to grow older and has to make the decision between servicing the fans that have been there since day one and also doing what interests them. You know, at the end of the day, anyone in a band is just like any of us now, those of you listening at home, the people that work behind the scenes here at Inside Music, we're all just people. And as we get older, we, keep, we, we usually have the same hobbies throughout our life, but in order to stay passionate about those things, about the things that interest us, we have to keep changing, we have to evolve, we have to challenge ourselves, and as a result, if you're a musician, you also have to challenge your listeners. And Whitechapel do a bit of that on Mark of the Blade. For the first time ever, the band has clean singing on the record, just two songs, but it's, it's there, and there's also a lot of other things going on that might come as a surprise to some Whitechapel fans. That said, I don't think any of it's bad. I think it's actually very good for the group because it shows that, you know, a decade into their career, the band is still trying new things and trying to forge ahead not only for themselves, but for metal as a whole. Stagnation is the cousin of death, at least in my opinion, and it's certainly true for the world of entertainment. If you just keep doing the same thing over and over again, you're going to eventually hit diminishing results. And Whitechapel, at this point in their career, are dedicated to a lifetime in music, and in order to make that a reality, they have to keep things interesting. Not just for fans, but for themselves, so they don't get burnt out. And Phil and I talk a lot about that in this episode. Before we get there, however, there are a few things we have to run over. First and foremost, this week's sponsor... And the sponsor of every episode of Inside Music is Holix, the music industry's leading digital promotional distribution company. What that means is that Holix works with record labels, managers, publicists, and independent artists from all over the world to share new and unreleased music with members of the industry at large without fear of piracy. Should leaks occur, and unfortunately they do, Holix has state-of-the-art technology that can not only stop the spread of unwanted files online, but also track down the people responsible for the leak. For more information on Holix and access to a free 30-day trial, visit holix.com. That's H-A-U-L-I-X.com. Second, you need to be following the show on Twitter. If you ever wanted to know who's going to be on the show in the coming weeks, if you want additional details about current guests, or if you just want to learn about life in the industry in general, at Inside Music Pod. That's at Inside Music P-O-D on Twitter is the source you need to be connected to. Finally, and I cannot stress this enough, if you like heavy music, then you owe it to yourself to buy Whitechapel's new album, Mark of the Blade, when it arrives in stores this Friday, June 24th, through, White Ch- through Whitechapel, through Metal Blade Records. As a fan of heavy music and one who has been a part of the genre for the better part of a decade now, there are very few bands that can do what Whitechapel do, and on this record, they truly have outdone even themselves. Mark of the Blade is the start of a new chapter for a band that has already spent a good portion of their career defining the expectations that people have set for the genre that they exist within. 
and I think you're going to be very pleased with the results. Now I'm going to play a little bit of music from the album, and then I'm going to get to the conversation with Phil. Thank you so much for continuing to listen and support Inside Music. We have a variety of guests on the horizon, and I really think you're going to like what's in store. So please enjoy my conversation with Phil, and check back next week for another episode. bad how about yourself i'm all right it's pretty rainy here in minneapolis where i live where are you at uh knoxville tennessee i was just uh i was just down in tennessee for uh this music business conference uh in may actually how's that how's tennessee today uh it's uh sunny and hot (laughs) well i mean you're about to (laughs) spend the better part of two months on warp tour so i guess that's going to be a theme in your life yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, how many times, For sure. How many times have you guys done Warp Tour now? Uh, this will just be our second time. Second time. Then I, I yeah, I was just I remember I saw you guys in Detroit the last time you did Warp Tour, so it's been a few years. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, uh, 2010 was the last time we did it. Mm. Do you have a Do you have any like conditioning? Are you preparing in any way to get out there on the summer heat stages? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, we're, uh, you know, we know what to expect, but, uh, you know, we're, uh, just mainly focusing on, you know, our set list and, you know, the set we're going to play and, um, you know, just, uh, getting ready to, you know, be, uh, a part of the long, (laughs) the very long tour. So, you know, we're, uh, we're used to it. So, you know, we know what to expect. Do you carve up a bit? Most people lose like 10, 15 pounds on Warped Tour. (laughs) um well i haven't really uh didn't really check the last time but i mean i could definitely see why that is you know because you're basically just sweating and you know constantly hot so your body you know is constantly burning uh you know and so your heart rate's up a lot more (laughs) often than not the uh, the album release really couldn't be more perfectly planned for this since it comes out the day you guys kick off things in Dallas for Warped Tour this year. I'm sorry, you, you broke oh. up a little bit. What did, what? Oh, I'm sorry. I just said uh, the album release really couldn't be more perfectly timed for this tour run as it comes out the day you guys kick things off in Dallas. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, it's, uh, it's uh, pretty much the perfect time. You know, I mean, it's uh, summer is like the time for you know almost any artist no matter what genre you know because that's whenever people want to be out and you know do things and stuff so this is a best time to let's say release music and do tours for sure i know that they're i know that they're doing a live stream of the first day of warp tour do you guys know if you're a part of that or not Oh, I have no idea. I didn't even know about that. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I've talked to a few people, and that's what they say, so I think it's probably one of those things where you might be, so just be prepared. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, Well, man, I'm happy that we get to talk today because it's, you know, it's a little bit over, we're like 10 days away from the record, I guess, at this point. 
something like yeah. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yesterday was it yesterday you guys released the full album stream? Uh, yes. Uh huh. So the so the world's been the world's been able to consume it for about twenty four hours now. Is there any reason why you guys released a full record stream this far out? Um, I mean, you know, we just wanted to give people, you know, a taste of it, you know, give, uh, you know, the Warped Tour crowd, you know, a peek at it too, you know, people may have never heard us before and, you know, just wanted to, uh, I guess build a little hype for it, you know, and just, uh, you know, I mean, this, I guess the hype is gone now since it's all been revealed, but, uh, you know, just, we wanted the people to, uh, you know, we made them wait long enough, you know, so in the power of the internet, you're able to, you know, show people pretty much anything. So, <laughs> Now, are you somebody that follows the discussion online? Are you looking at what people are saying as soon as the record stream got out there, or do you try to stay away? Um, yeah, I mean, we, uh, you know, we like to see what people are thinking, you know, about, you know, especially about the new album or whatever. But, you know, in, in like, you know, whenever there's nothing really going on that's new, you know, as far as, uh, you know, releasing an album, we want people to know what they think but you know later on down the road you know after the album's you know been out for a little bit you know we don't go like fishing online for like comments or what people say about us or anything like that well that's good uh you know I, i'm always curious because especially especially someone that's been in music as long as you have i'm always curious whether or not you kind of keep a foot in the waters because I, I what i've learned is a lot of artists as you get older like you kind of like you know you kind of see what people say but you try not to engage too much yeah, and I mean, you know, you kind of have to just, you know, you have to have thick skin whenever you're uh, exposed to a lot of people. You know, I mean, you can't sit there and, you know, get mad at things people say. I mean, there are there are things that people do say that are very uncalled for, but you know, I mean, that's just the way the world works. You know, we live we live in an ugly world, so I mean, it's just that's the way it's going to be. You know, you're not singled out from anyone else, or you know, you know, you're not singled out from anyone else that you know is going to be get treated, you know perfectly your whole life so i mean people are always going to say terrible things you know so it is what it is you know you were never going to be able to stop that true that true that now let's talk about the record when did you guys first enter the studio to do this record um it was around uh it was it was getting close to spring it was uh i don't remember the exact date we entered but i know they did drums in january and uh or uh no i'm sorry excuse me february and uh, uh near the near the middle of the end of february and then uh, mark lewis our producer came up and uh we did everything else you know like end of february through march and stuff like that so uh it was about a month and a half process now is what is your writing process like were you writing like all leading into that or do you wait until you guys are like okay let's do a new album um, I mean, you know, we definitely have a, a point where we're like, okay, now we need to start putting songs together and start, you know, trying to come up with ideas and everything. Um, you know, but we have so much content that we are so much material that we've, uh, compiled over the years. So we, uh, you know, we just, uh, write, uh, even whenever a record just comes out, you know, just if somebody has an idea that they think something sounds cool, they just write it and record it and, uh, you know, we'll stockpile that somewhere, you know, and, you know, people, every guitar player has their own like hard drive and, you know, like, you know, the stuff that they've written and, you know, we've, we've grabbed stuff that we written, you know, we've uh, written uh, or wrote about, you know, a couple of years back, you know, so, uh, you know, it's, it's, but there is that one time where we are, you know, just mainly buckled down and writing and, you know, putting an album together. So, 
Do you uh, do you prefer to do you do like notebooks or are you someone that uses like the notes app on their phone to type out lyric ideas? Yeah, I, I type all my lyrics. I just, <laughs> I just I don't I don't care to write too much, and plus I don't even like my own handwriting. So <laughs> hmm. I get that. I'm the same way as as a writer. I, I, I my handwriting's chicken scratch. So I'm like, if I write this down, I'm probably not even going to know what I said later on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's technology, big savior. Though I always feel like, if, like with vocalists, if you or lyricists, if you can find their phone, you could find the next album probably buried in notes. Yeah. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, so when you guys were getting ready to go into this record, was the idea was this idea of like let's make an album that kind of celebrates this decade of Whitechapel? Was that always the idea from day one, or did that kind of come up as you were kicking around what you were going to do this time? Um, you know, I mean, it was kind of a. Uh... You know, we just realized that, like, hey, whenever we release this album, you know, it's going to be the year that we've been together for 10 years. And I just thought that was a cool idea to kind of uh, implement that into it and, uh, you know, make that kind of the theme of the album. And, you know, we, uh, uh, everybody was into it, you know, we went for a different vibe, you know, because everybody was kind of just uh, tired of, uh, you know, every song just, you know, being super hateful or, you know, very negative or, you know, just brutal or whatever. You know, we wanted to, you know, Cause you know, we've gotten older, you know, whenever you get older, you kind of, uh, life kind of falls into place and you don't, you know, you, you kind of get a different perspective on it and you don't, you know, you're not that angsty young kid anymore. And, uh, you know, we've uh, just grown into that. We've grown into, you know, we're all young men now we're all in our thirties. Uh, so well, the exception of one, um, but you know, we, uh, we, we've just grown into uh mature adults and, you know, we want to, you know, portray life as, uh, you know, as a reality instead of, you know, just talking about, you know, whether it's a made up story of just a brutal, uh, you know, killing or something like that, you know, we want to, you know, actually talk about real stuff and, you know, get in touch with ourselves and, you know, get personable with people because, you know, the fantasy isn't, uh, something that's going to be a reality. So, you know, people want to hear about real stuff so they can relate to it. I, that definitely comes across in this record. I gotta say, when I when I first heard "Mark and the Blade" and I and I saw that that was the title of the record, I was like, it, it, to me, I was, I was like, what a ballsy move! Because not many bands can like turn what is essentially like the brand of their band into like an anthem, and not come across as like, well, that's that's kind of corny, but it works so well for you that it's, it's it fits into the aggressiveness of the band, in a way that I don't think a lot of other groups could make work for them. No, thank you. Yeah. I mean, I, I just kind of feel like, uh, you know, we've, uh, it's all, it's all real and, you know, uh, you know, it's, 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 it's not like, a you know, putting a stamp on something and say like, Hey, you know, like this is what's cool. You know, it's just, it's, it's all real, you know, if people want to support it and you know, that's just, that's, that's just an added bonus. What do you think this album does have a lot of different sides of white travel? I don't feel like we've heard before. Do you think it's a record that is only possible because of, you know, the five albums that came before this. Do you think you could have written this album in 2014 or 2012 or whenever the other cycles came around? Uh, I mean, I definitely think that we could have, um, you know, it's just, we, we, we really go off of what, uh, you know, feed off of each other and like what we're all feeling, you know, like, you know, we all kind of like agreed with each other, like, Hey, we need to, let's, let's try to get away from this, like, you know, formula that we've had, you know, for the past, you know, 10 years, you know, like we just write, you know, super aggressive music and people expect it and want it. But, you know, like at the end of the day, like, you know, are we, is this what we want to write? You know, like, are we writing it just because, you know, people want us to and people expect it, you know, or do we want to, you know, branch out and, you know, 
really explore our capabilities as, as musicians, you know, and see what we can create as far as, uh, you know, that's outside of our comfort zone. So, I mean, um, I think we've all, we could, we could always have done it. We just chose to do what we did at the time, you know, we were writing each record. So, uh, but you know, we, we kind of felt like, you know, this is a 10 year mark, you know, six album, you know, uh, if, if we're going to try anything new, like now's the time to try to do that. And, you know, cause we've established ourselves as, you know, who we are and, you know, the kind of music that we've written and now it's time to, you know, maybe throw a surprise in there and, you know, show like, Hey, like we're not just dudes that wear all black, you know, and play metal and only listen to metal and live and die by metal. You know, it's, it's not, that's not the case. You know, I know some people do and that's fine, but you know, we're, we personally, you know, aren't really like you look at us. We're not really the biggest metalhead, metal-looking dudes. So, yeah, and I mean, you guys, you guys have been in the metal scene for so long now. It, it, a lot of people assume that you're pretty much lifers for at least the world of hard rock. Would you Would you say that's true? Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you feel like you're in it for the long haul at this point? Ten years in, you got to be thinking about how do we get to year twenty? Yeah, I mean, uh, there's you know, this is I don't you know I don't know what it feels like to have you know a nine to five anymore you know like i I forgot what that felt like and uh you know i mean it's gotten to the point now where it's just like i don't you know you kind of age slower when you're in a band you know you don't really grow up as fast as like say like a normal person that goes to college and gets a degree and gets a job you know like we you kind of age slower because you know you don't have like you know the responsibilities of, you know, getting up and answering to someone because you are your own boss. So, um, I think that, uh, but, you know, I, I think that we can definitely say that we're probably in it for the long haul because we've done it this long and come this far, you know, unless there's just some, you know, thing that comes up in someone's personal life, you know, and and the thing is too, is like, uh, you know, there are, there's always certain members of the band that if they leave or they're not banning more than, you know the band's honestly just not really uh gonna work out you know like (laughs) yeah yeah. and i mean you know like and and, you know but i feel i feel that way with every single one of us like um you know if alex were to go or ben or zach or gabe or you know ben or other ben or drummer ben um you know i just don't see how it would work especially the core five you know because uh everybody except for our drummer ben you know but i mean he is he is whitechapel now like that's who he is and uh but you know the core the core five of us have been in it since the beginning and it would just be very weird for us to adapt without one of those five guys but now it's come to the point now where it would be weird without you know ben our our drummer ben yeah much longer now ben will have been the longest time you guys have had a single drummer in the band right or he is at this point probably I think yeah, I think he is now. Uh-huh. Yeah, so he's as much part of the band as anyone else by far. He is the drummer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean he's he, you know he's you know he's helped shape us into who we are now as much as we have. So now as much as uh, you know the original five members. I've I've seen so many headlines from sites that even I don't think report on Whitechapel that regularly when you guys start talking about how you're going to have some clean singing on this record. Did you expect the reaction that has kind of flooded from that? Because I've seen you talk about it on at least a dozen websites now, and every time I'm just like, it's so crazy to me that people get so up in arms about this change, that the, that it becomes such a big deal. 
Yeah, I mean, like, I can understand, like, the the reasoning behind it just because, you know, people are like, well, well once they do this, they're just not going to be the same anymore or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, you know, like, I understand that. Like, I get it. But, you know, like, at the end of the day, like, I feel like a lot of people look at music as more of, uh, you know, they're just because, you know, there's a lot of metalheads that listen to different types of music, you know, and it's, it's all comes, it all comes down to like who creates it. You know, that's the biggest, I feel like that's the most important thing rather than just what is coming out of your speakers. You know, people will say, you know, you know, we, we can't, you know, if we came out with like a country song or something like that, people would just flip and be like, Oh my God, I'm done with these guys. This, they've just gone too far or whatever. And, uh, and, and, you know, I'm not saying that you have to like it. It's just that if you do like it, does it matter who it's associated with? You know, if you like the song, you know, and then you don't, then you find out who it is and you don't like it just because of who did it, you know, whether, it, you know, and I, I can understand if it was somebody, a public figure or something that, you know, was not a very good person, but, you know, obviously we've never personally done anything to anyone. So, you know, like there's no reason to, not like a song that say we created just because of the type of content it is. But if you actually do like the song, but didn't know who that it was us, then, you know, and then you found out it was us and you decided not to like it just because of who did it. That's just, that's just insane to me that you would, you know, cause I, I wouldn't care who, you know, and, and that's the thing. A, a fan's perspective is completely different from, you know, an artist's perspective. It's, it's always going to be that way. So, I mean, you know, once you, once you actually get in the, you know, doing this for a living and you make music over and over and over again, you know, like you're going to want to try something new, you know, like I love cheeseburgers, but I don't want to eat one every single day. So I mean, that's true. the way I look at it. Well, I feel like a lot of people, they kind of define their life by a certain sound or even a certain song. And then when the artist that makes that sound starts to pivot, they kind of have to come to the realization that like, Oh, they're not the same person they were the first time they heard you know a white chapel song you guys are different now and they kind of have to be like oh i'm different now or i'm older you know what i mean like things are changing. yeah and that, that's scary to people yeah and, I, I, yeah, and i'd <laughs> say a big a, a band that's gotten you know a lot of that is probably metallica but you know at the end of the day it doesn't really matter because that band is gigantic and <laughs> their fan base grows more than it than it you know uh shrinks so i mean it's uh you know and like people give them a lot of uh a lot of hate just because of the way that they, you know, but it is, is, you know, they've been a band for God, 30 years, over 30 years, something like that. I mean, what, I don't understand why people would expect them to write the black album or injustice for all again. I mean, it's just, that was 20, you know, over 20 years ago. So, I mean, you know, people, they, they, they have every right, you know, even no matter how long they've been together to write whatever the hell they want to write. And if you don't like what they put out, because you genuinely just don't like the music and that's fine, but don't, don't not like it just because it's not what you wanted them to do. Well, yeah. And, it, and you know, it also comes back to the separation of like, you know, an artist versus like art, like art can be whatever you want to make it, but the artist is still a person at the other end of the day, like, you know, anything that you want as a yeah. person, the artist wants it for their creativity. Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, you know, I, Instead of talking about those songs, I want to talk about Tremors because that's my favorite song on the record. <clears throat> and I haven't seen you talk oh, yeah. about it very much yet. I don't know why, but I've listened to the record, I don't know, maybe a dozen times in the last week since Nikki at Metal Blade. Shout out, Nikki. Uh, since Nikki sent it to me, uh, she's great. But uh, <laughs> I, Tremors is just a song I keep coming back to, man. What's Is there a story behind that track? 
Um, that song is, uh, it's, uh, you know, I don't want to get too personal about it because, you know, I mean, it is written about, you know, a certain, uh, certain thing that comes from the band, <clears throat> but, uh, it's, uh, more or less just about, uh, kind of, kind of like, uh, a, a person that is on your side, but won't, you know, is not really there for you whenever they say that they are kind of thing. Um, and you know, that if you're depending on a person like that and, you know, they constantly let you down and, you know, it's, it, it's not because of their mistakes. It's just because they're just not fit to, you know, take care of you. They're just, they just, uh, you know, are basically ignoring the problems and just trying to have quick fixes. I don't know. It's, it's a very comp, I would have to go into a long spiel about that, well, but, I mean, uh, I get it. We got time, <clears throat> but I got it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's basically you know the the reason it's called trimmers is uh just because uh it's uh has to do with uh a certain distance between us and you know someone else basically okay okay it's very 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 kind of, it's it's you know i don't want to get too uh i don't want to call out anything you know Fair it's, enough. It's, it's yeah well i think you do enough clear <laughs> i could cut. you do some calling out on the record but you don't have to get like the personal call outs is a whole different thing <laughs> yeah because i mean like elitist, yeah, I mean, elitist ones is clearly a call-out song oh <laughs> uh, yeah i mean it, it, that song is mainly just like uh <clears throat> i mean i can definitely go into that about that song i mean that song is mainly uh uh it's basically just talking about how our words honestly don't mean anything because we're all, all gonna die anyway and this is going towards you know the middle community um you know so they they don't matter so why don't we just be nice to each other anyway because just have respect and you know just respect people because you know no matter what like you know we're all gonna die so just why not just be nice to each other like why what's the big deal why why do people have to go way out of their way to you know talk bad about you know all these bands you know how they suck you know like whatever whatever you know it's just that it's this is that's that's the thing you know i think i feel like metal is probably one of the most like judgmental genres of uh community judgmental community if anything because i mean it's just you know that if you if you don't do a certain type of metal you're not true metal and there's just so many technicalities so many genres subgenres, and stuff it's just like it's gotten to a point where it's just like man like come on <laughs> like who's you know like who who holds the title for you know being right you know about metal in general you know like it's there's just so many different things that go into it and it's uh that that song has been and you know and that song honestly too is about just like any any form of anything you know like whether it's metal or you know music or business or you know you're good at you know baseball or something you know like there's always people that can talk and you know like there's always going to be the sports critics you know for you know like sports and you know they're going to sit there and talk about how he should have done this or done that and when they're just sitting at a desk you know like just i don't know it's a it's a it's a very uh it's a song i kind of like it's been a a while in the making because you know being a metal band and you know seeing what people do say you know it's just like you get to a point where you're just like oh my god shut up you know like just move on with your life like you know if you don't like something just 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 don't be a part of it 
Well, I mean, it, it's gotten to the point in metal specifically this year that like websites and publications are making news articles about like Rob Zombie likes baby metal as because there's so much de- you know derision around that band for some groups that like when somebody says they like them, that's like newsworthy to be like, oh, they're accepted. Yeah, I mean, you know, and the the fact that that is like, you know, news or whatever is just like, who cares? Right? Who, likes it? <laughs> who cares? Like, who who cares? Like, really? Like, cool. So does a lot of other people. He's he's a person with a beating heart and a brain, and you know, can think for himself just like anyone else. Like, there's no significance behind that it's it's so it's so crazy to me you know it's funny to me that you just mentioned that thing how we're all gonna die one day so why not be nice to each other because that's as i just turn i'm about to turn 29 and as i've been getting older these last couple of years i just had a friend die a few years ago and that's kind of been my evolved perspective on things to to everything and related to music where i'm like we all end in the same place so there's really no point in you know squabbling over this stuff yeah yeah i mean it's you know people are gonna be you know People are just crazy, man. You know, like, I, I don't know, like I, me being, having my own personality, like I don't go off and try to piss people. You know, there's people that piss people off because it, they like to, because it's fun for them. Like I, I, you know, mentally cannot process that and understand why people like to do that because, you know, if they, if they had it done to them, they wouldn't like it, but they can't live without, without doing it. So it just, it doesn't make sense to me. That makes two of us, man. I'm glad that I'm glad that we share that in common. Uh, speaking about songs that kind of represent the band, is that the idea behind Brotherhood as well? Because that would be the second song that I'd be like, oh my gosh, this is one I hope everyone gives time for. I keep coming back to it. Uh, the instrumental. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, Brotherhood. All everything about Brotherhood. I love the production of it. I love the approach to it. I just, it, it's a song that feels different. It's so different than the rest of the record that when it kind of hits, it's. it's yeah. Actually, I mean, I kind of feel like. You- the music kind of represents you know it's it's very dark and like it's uh also got like more it, 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 there's like a part in the song where it kind of gets a little bit of more of a happier tone it's uh kind of like you go through adversity you know there's always the good times and then you know that you're always going to fall back down but you know at, at the end of the day we're always going to be you know we're all always going to be together and have each other's back kind of thing. Yeah. It's just the fact that you, I, you take that away from the song when you listen to it, there are all these levels to it. And when it, when it, when that acoustic guitar kind of fades in at the beginning of the track, you immediately are like, Oh, what's happening here? (laughs) Where's the record going now? And it comes so late, it comes pretty late in the mix. So you're, you know, it's a, it's a nice change of pace. I really, I really appreciate it. Thank you. And I hadn't seen you talk about it very much yet. I know I know you've been doing a lot. You've been doing the press rounds pretty heavy. Do you are you someone that you like to do a lot of interviews? I know you you probably get used to it at this point in the career. I mean, you know, it's it is what it is. You know, it's part of the part of it. You know, any anything that you know, like even you know, sport. You know, if you play sports or you know, you're you know, even like UFC fighters. You know, press is like part of the job. You know, like it. They you know let everyone know what you're thinking and, you know, get, you know, an inside look on everything instead of, you know, having to every, have everyone's questions answered, hopefully in the interview and, uh, you know, get more information, you know, because we can't answer to everyone. So. Are you a big UFC guy? Um, I'm, I'm like in and out of it. Like there's That's times where I'm, you know, <laughs> I'm into it. And then there's times where I just, you know, kind of get out of it and just don't really care for it too much. Uh, it's just, it's uh it's one of those things that like i just kind of 
you know, flip back and forth with. Yeah, if there's a good fight on, you're in, but you're not, you know, not. A yeah, fight. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's me as yeah, well. Yeah, I'm not like. <laughs> yeah, I don't follow it like crazy or anything. Yeah, there's just too many fighters and stuff. If there's a good fight, plus I, I have that thing where like if I sit down and it's like you know a championship fight and they do you know they go all five rounds, I'm like, well, I get the technical impressiveness of that, but it's not fun for me to watch. I'm just not into it that much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta have that ground and pound. Speaking of interviews, you guys are going on warp tour. Are you the are you one of the, are you the guy that goes to the press booth every day? I know that that can be a slog. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it, it really just depends, you know, I mean, sometimes we'll, we'll take turns and, you know, some, some people just have the day off from doing it, but, uh, you know, I am down there a lot though. Yeah. Have you, is it, is it difficult to piece together a set list at this point with, I know you guys, you get like 25 minutes for your warp tour set with you guys have, that's like five white chapel songs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, you know, we, we, we usually don't have too much trouble. I mean, we can come up with a set, you know, pretty, pretty easily and pretty fast. Uh, you know, we act, you know, we put work and time into it, but you know, it's, uh, we can usually come up with what we're going to do, uh, pretty easily. And we don't really have any, uh, arguments or anything about it. So this time around, I'm guessing Mark of the Blade will be in there and maybe the void. Uh, I'm assuming, yeah, I mean, there's definitely going to be new songs, uh, but, uh, I guess we'll just have to wait and see <laughs> on uh, uh, Warp Tour. <laughs> have you, have you guys started practicing for that yet? Um, no, well, no, I mean, not technically, no. Um, we just, uh, got through shooting a music video yesterday, so, uh, we are, uh, uh, couldn't really, uh, really practice, uh, the past, because we, 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 uh, went to New York for a couple of days for, uh, some press up there, and, uh, then we came back and had to do a music video, and, uh, but now, like, as in the next few days, we're going to be practicing and stuff. What'd you shoot a video for? Uh, elitist ones. Oh well, fitting that we've brought it up in this conversation. In that case, <laughs> no. Well, then we can probably expect that on Warp Tour as well. Then most likely, pop maybe. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's awesome, man. Well, I appreciate you taking some time to talk to me. I'm always curious about this. You guys have this record coming out. It does show a lot of new sides to you. So, you know, is there a place that you hope you're able to go with this record that maybe the other albums and some doors you hope open that maybe haven't opened in the past for you since it's a little bit different than the last few records? Um, yeah, I mean, you know, hopefully it can open us to, you know, a bunch of different things, whether I don't know what, what it could be, but, you know, hopefully it'll, uh, it'll, uh, spring us forward and, you know, you know, raise us back up, you know, because, uh, after an album cycle is done, you know, like, you know, your hype kind of goes away. People are just kind of, you know, waiting for new material. And, you know, we're not one of those bands that can go off tour for forever, you know, and, you know, live off of uh, money that we've made. You know, we have to kind of keep the train rolling. So, uh, you know, hopefully this can uh, boost our career and help us out in the future. And keep the train rolling, as she said. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I wish you the best, man. I uh, well, you guys aren't here until a month into Warp Tour, so by then you'll be a well-oiled Warp Tour machine again. Yeah. <laughs> so when you guys get here to Shakopee on July 24th, I will see you then, and hopefully, you know, I wish you the best of luck on this album cycle, man. The, everyone at Metal Blade was told me so much about it before I even got to hear it. I love it, and it seems like the internet is embracing it with open arms. Cool. Awesome. Thank you very much. Thanks, man. You have a great day. You too, man.